You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's bring in the man who has stamina, Kevin Arlen, getting set to call Super Bowl number dot, 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 eight. dot, eight. By the grace of God, eight. <laughs> and here on TuneIn, great to see you great again. Great to see you, too. As you, you know, know, I'm a big fan of yours. Oh, you're, you're yeah, way you know too I'm a, kind. No, no, I'm serious. I'm a big fan of yours. You are a radio connoisseur, so you know that TuneIn is the home not only of the national call on Westwood yes. One, all the local feeds. So, coming off the miracle in Minnesota, we played Paul <laughs> Allen yeah. on KFA. Yes, yes. Jim Henderson not in a great mood on WWL Radio <laughs> in New Orleans. Take us through that play as you saw it and reacted in real time. Well, we were seven stories up and in the end zone, and that's where we saw it. Uh, but he was running toward us, and it was stunning because you know the the, the conventional thinking is he's going to get out of bounds. They're going to get in, in place for a field goal, and and that's what's going to end the game. So when the kid misses the tackle, and they had two guys right around him, and then he, and he was as surprised as anybody. He goes, oh, my God, look, I've got 30 more yards to go to pay dirt, and that's where he went. And it was stunning. It, it caught everybody, I think, by surprise in a dramatic moment. It's too bad they couldn't carry it over the next week against Philadelphia. But the best team is in this. Uh, Philadelphia is the team that deserves to be here from the NFC and the Patriots, certainly from the AFC. So we've got the best two teams, number one seeds, 13-win teams. Uh, Wentz or no Wentz, I think Foles will, will do just fine. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to Sunday. When watching that team actually play uh, in that game, back to the Minnesota game, um, how was your feelings at the latter part of it when you saw the ending? Like, you know how sometimes you have the shock factor that yes. kind of stick with you and like, oh! And your mouth just stays open for a long time. I mean, You've I'm, been involved in a couple of those, if I'm not mistaken. I, a couple times. There was one times. in there. I don't know. Anyway. Was, yeah. but, this one was, but this one was done in, in a little more of a, a dramatic fashion in a sense. It was, as you mentioned, it was meant to be caught and get out of bounds. Once Diggs had the wherewithal to see that Marcus Williams ended up missing him to look inside to see if there was someone even higher than him to understand and stay on his feet to score a touchdown. I mean, that was an acrobatic move by, by Diggs. Well, think if he does. Think if he makes the decision and he is caught from behind and he falls short yeah. and now time has run out. Unbelievable. I mean, it's like everything that you're taught not to do, he did. But you'd say well, you, your instincts took over and thank God they did because yeah. he he made this big play work. But I mean, it, there was there's a little bit of a gamble there too. He probably didn't know if he was it stepped out of bounds, but that was the thing. It was to get out of bounds. The pass was a little bit thrown in, and he makes the great catch, and the kid misses the tackle. The kid's probably thinking, I, I'm not sure exactly what he said afterwards, but he probably is thinking, you know, if I get if I get a defenseless receiver, this is going to completely screw us up. So he tried to probably go low and, and keep the helmet out of the out of the picture and, and he got caught and he missed the tackle and it's history now it's just like I said too bad the Vikings couldn't carry it on but it was a dramatic play and the place was going crazy God it was yeah. it was a madhouse inside there it was so fun and you nailed it again another memorable call by Kevin Harlan the best in the business getting set to call the Super Bowl for Westwood One Sports you'll hear the game here on TuneIn Cordell loves the Michael Jordan versus Tom Brady comparison mm. in terms of iconic championship figures for years, you've been synonymous with the NBA. People forget you started here in Minnesota calling Timberwolf games. Did, yes. Kevin Garnett with no regard for human life. <laughs> Are we seeing some parallels there? Be- beyond that athletic ability, just talking about achievements and transcendence. Brady, to me, is now Babe Ruth. Muhammad Ali, he's become synonymous with our sport. Jordan did everything in a very compact window. What, six and nine years, yep. basically? And one year, of course, in between, he was gone to play baseball. 
Brady has done it over like a generation and and many years apart with a differing cast. I don't know, maybe Cordell, I don't know if it's more difficult to do it with four other players or if it's easier to do it with 10 other players. All I know is in the changing landscape of the NFL, in different eras with different practices required and time in and out of the facility and the salary cap and all the changes that are going on, Brady has been as effective late in his career as he has been in the beginning of his career. He threw for a league high, what, 4,500 yards this year. Mm -hmm. No quarterback who's ever led the league in passing yards has ever won a Super Bowl either. So he could break a little tradition there if he would win. The point is, is that I don't know if you want to try to separate him except for the fact that Jordan did his in a very short span. Brady has done his over, you know, 17, 18 years. Now, this is what I would say about this. It's it's like breaking it down and saying in, in the time in which Tom Brady came into the National Football League, fullbacks, the short yardage and goal line situations changes, right? were big. Changes, yes. And then all of a sudden you transcend into doing the spread. Uh, you, you get the tuck rule. And I mean, that talk. Now you have the, uh, the the injury to the knee in 2008. So now those rules come into play, the targeting rules. And then all the multitude of receivers that he's actually ended up getting over time. And not a Tremendous. Hall of Famer in there, maybe except Moss. Now listen, Moss is at the end of his career when he joins New England, right? Yes. So it's not the Randy Moss that was with the Vikings. That's right. That's and right. maybe for a while with the Raiders. Yeah. He was at the end of his career. Still good. Yeah. But not a Hall of Fame good. Yes, he was still good, but not a Hall of Fame good. But then you get Mike. And, and this was we, we, we know it's a football show, but you try to draw a connection to have some parables to an extent to say, okay, or comparables, excuse me, to say that this is how great he is. Michael Jordan, when playing against the Pistons, when playing against the Knicks, when playing against the Celtics, when playing against uh, the Timberwolves, whoever it was he played against, the Blazers, whoever it was, the Trailblazers. It was like football for Mike because Mike took on any man in the paint, phys- more physical, physically strong as he was, as little as he was, as he was. In comparison to LeBron James today, better than any number two player because he was a number two in the game playing like a point yes, guard yes. than any other player in the game. So I say to myself, that's the only place I could take Tom Brady because his greatness, I mean, it's so far out there. Peyton Manning, Dan Fouts. I mean, we go on and on, but this dude has done it better than most. He's going for an eighth time. Unbelievable. And he's going for a third time in the four-year in, in two different, like, decades. I yep. mean, like, the guy is just in, and and like I say, you look at that roster, it changes every year. And not just by five or six guys, it changes by, like, nine and ten and eleven guys. Yeah. As much as any roster in the league, and they always win. And I, I just, and all the division championships, and he's probably the MVP this year. I, re- really, the, the debate that I always get sucked into is LeBron and Michael. Yeah, that, that's that's the debate. And if you find guys that played and Michael's there, they said Jordan. Yeah. But you cannot deny what LeBron is, his numbers. And he's he's 33. He's got another five years, probably left four years, perhaps of really good. He's going to yeah. he's going to catch. Kareem. Cordell can do this for an I, hour. I, I got really. You, if, but if, we know you got to go. We got to know you got to go. If you bring Mike into this era. Oh, with these rules. Oh, and with, if, you, but oh. if you take LeBron and take him back. I don't know if he survives. He's Wes Unsell. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. What do you Washington think? I, I don't Bullets know. reference. I'm just saying. <laughs> but Mike would shut it down. It would be it would be it would be unfair. I'm a Jordan guy. I am too. You but I tell. love LeBron. Because <laughs> there's down. never been anybody that big that has done yeah. what he's done. I'm sorry, Brian, for us taking it basketball. That, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No, 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 we all love it, and we'll have that podcast, and Kevin will join us. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, thank you so thank much you. for being thank you. With your time. I, I listen, I, I, thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great call on Sunday. Thank you so much. 
You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.